Welcome to Red Maryland Radio, the Red Maryland Network's flagship show. Here are your hosts, Brian Griffiths and Greg Klein. We are live. Special Monday edition of Red Maryland Radio here on the Red Maryland Network. Coming to you from the Jim Plunkett Studio in the downtown business district. The heart of, of the business the district. The heart of the business district of Severna Park. Along the banks of the... There's no banks. On the western shore of Maryland. The very the right. very wet and moist western shore of Maryland. Some people don't like that word. I, there's some science behind Moist. That. Okay, just moist. lean into it. That's cool. That's fine. Moist. I'm going to move this over here. You're <laughs> listening. I know you'll get distracted <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> You're listening to Red, to Red Maryland Radio and the Red Maryland Record. Maryland's leading conservative talk show. I am your host, Brian Griffiths. With me in studio, in the Jim Plunkett studio, Greg Klein. Good to be here. Good it to be here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live. Yes. Hello. Again, don't know why you land. would, but yeah, thank you. Faces made for radio yeah. and voices made for books. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> uh, it's it's self-deprecating humor. The clams are just uh, getting uglier, Greg. The clams are getting uglier. Okay. I, I don't. Uh, now I'm totally lost. <laughs> I don't know. You're hopped up on goofballs or something. I don't know what's going on. Why don't you lay out the show tonight? We got stuff to talk uh, we're about. We're talking tonight. about the gubernatorial race extensively here sure. tonight. Ben Jealous is is having. Hmm. He's having he's having a campaign. He's not from here. This is something we talk about a lot, that a lot of people in Maryland aren't from here. Maryland's kind of the special, unique place. And when you run, you know, if you're just if you're just someone who lives here and you don't know something, that's one thing. But if you're running for governor, you really ought to know, like, the name of the – for the different branches of government. That would help. You know, the lower house of our legislature is not the House of Representatives. Right. The highest court in the state is not the state Supreme Court. Yeah. It isn't. It's, you know. it's easy and stuff. Low-hanging fruit, as one might And if might you say. don't know that, the Board of Public Works is going to completely baffle you. <laughs> okay? So we, we're talking about that. Ben Jell's kind of stepped in it. Yeah, he's, he's also fussing about getting campaign TV ads off the air, so we'll talk yeah. a little bit. By the way, these that. are not things that a winning campaign does. So we'll talk a little bit later about what his grand plan for winning is. Is winning, winning is going to be? Uh, speaking of winning, be, he's going to be winning like him. You should pro- bring months. up some Charlie Sheen clips because I think we need to intersperse them. I, with, w- with no, no, you're not going to do that on the fly. I got enough things going here. <laughs> um, We're but, not going to make it about Charlie Sheen. We made a vague passing Charlie Sheen reference. That's all we need. Just a little bit of Charlie. If we Sheen, did anything we resembling show prep, we could have had that. You know, we had plenty of show prep. There's plenty. See, now I'm on video, so I get dope slap you like I normally would, <laughs> but I should. Um, all that and more, if you want to be joint there, if you want to talk, oh, sure, call talk English uh, like me, uh, if you want to call better, in 760-259-2711, <laughs> you can wish Greg a happy birthday. His birthday is tomorrow. Oh, so. thank you. Well, thank you for remembering. Thank you. I'll be You're welcome. old. Or I'll be old one day. You will. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Hey, I'm still a young Republican, man. 
You are. I am not. I, I, I am, haven't been I am for a while. Legally, still a young Republican. No, I know. For a while, still. By the way, good for you. Yeah. Hey, that's great. That's, that's great. great. I couldn't be happier for uh, you. You know what? I, I could always go back and be chairman of the young Republicans. <laughs> I certainly could do a better job. Okay. Anyway, I'm not even going to wade into that because I know how much hate and I know whatever that we don't need to get into this. So what do we want to start with? Let's start with the beginning. Clueless Ben Jealous. Why don't we Clueless start with that? Ben Jealous. So. <sighs> friends, 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 friends. Brian, friends, Brian friends. captured this, and uh, we kind of uh, tweet from Ben Jealous. We kind of sniped at him a little bit, as we're wont to do, and then Brian did a little write up about it. Go check it so out. Right this now. is what Ben Jealous tweeted yesterday. Okay. Yes, this is the official campaign. If you assume account. that he does his own, uh, it's done on his behalf. Stunts. It's done on his behalf. Probably not him personally. Quote: This is not about me. This is about us, okay. our futures, right? our families, our families, our lives, our lives. The next governor will appoint five out of seven judges to our state Supreme Court. So who what now? I said the next governor will appoint five out of seven judges to our state Supreme Court. Our state Supreme Court. I didn't know we had a state Supreme Court. Neither did I. Oh. Five out of seven. Five out of seven. Given what's happening at SCOTUS, we can't okay. afford to let the GOP pick our judges, too. Organize, vote, win. We're trying. They're trying. They're just, they're just, they're just trying. You know, I, we we've cut. First off, um, it's not an unimportant point. Our, by the way, our, we'll talk more about our the highest court in our state is the Maryland Court of Appeals, which by the way, which existed. Which Greg, pr- this is one of Greg's. Oh yes, biggest pet peeve. Yes, yes. Calling it the House of Representatives and calling it the State Supreme Court, I will. I, you're you're not from it because. Both of those institutions it's predate the Supreme Court of the United States or the United States House of Representatives. They, they pre-exist both of those institutions by over a century. So we take great pride. It was funny. Somebody from New York was complaining about how, you know, every who cares what he calls it? It doesn't matter. It's the highest court in the state is the Supreme Court. And there was a Wikipedia that said it's the Supreme Court of the state in lowercase. Which, by the way, and use it so lowercase. does the Maryland Court of Appeals website. Right. But it's called the court. Of, by the way, New York's highest court is the New York Court of Appeals, not the New York Supreme Court. The New York Supreme Court is a lower court. Right. <laughs> so the guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. Anyway, so the guy. So, you know, and, and we had some fun with him and, and a lot of his uh, a lot of his supporters got mad about it. But judicial selection has, especially at the state's highest court, the Court of Appeals, really hasn't been. An issue. It really isn't an issue in this race. Traditionally, those picks have been somewhat bipartisan. Um, none of the people in Ben Jealous's camp. I, I guarantee you, Ben Jealous himself could not name the two judges that Governor Hogan has put on the Court of Appeals. No. Okay. They certainly can't identify any decisions by those two judges, uh, those two judges of the of the Maryland Court of Appeals that they would have objected to. Right. Okay, it's not that it's not an important issue. It is an important issue. It's not like the United, the Supreme Court of the quite, United quite States. Frankly, and that's but it's, it's important in a lot. It they make obviously they make a lot of decisions. And it's important More issue. Decisions. The fact that it is an important issue is why we are pointing this out. Right. Okay. Because Jealous is right about one thing: is that five out of the seven judges on the Court of Appeals will be appointed by the next governor. That's okay? correct. Because that's correct. the way it works in the state of Maryland is that the governor appoints. 
judges to the Court of Appeals That's for 10-year terms. That's correct. Okay. They then have to face the voters in an election. Election. It's a sham election. It's a election. sham election. It's a retention election. It's a retention yeah. election. So unless you do something really bad, you're going to yeah. get reelected. Okay. Right. Um, and, Greg, I, I admit I'm not nearly the historian of the court that you are. Um, and I, cause as I, 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 I know several of the judges, current judges, have been reappointed in the past. There's nothing to say that Governor Hogan can't reappoint some of the same people. The point being, though, is sure the fact could. that sure it is important. Right. It is a very good reason, by the way, to get out and vote for Larry Hogan. Yeah. But it yeah. also shows if, if Ben Jealous wants to be entrusted to make appointments to the Court of Appeals, he should know what the damn name of the Court of Appeals is. Right. And I, and, and I think what he's doing here is, one, showing his own ignorance, and do he's doing a couple things. He's, he's, he doesn't have a lot of regard for the voters because he assumes the voters don't know the difference either. And he's trying to conflate national and state politics. By trying to bring, you know, what's going on at the Supreme Court of the United States with Brett Kavanaugh to this race. The same strategy, by the way, that has him nine points down in his own internal. Right. This is this is the this is the talking about Donald Trump and Betsy DeVos all the time instead of what's actually going on here in Maryland. What we've seen in poll after poll after poll is that voters in Maryland, particularly general election voters, when you get outside of that, you know, core left wing Democratic group. Mm -hmm. They can separate the two. Yep. You know, the voters in this state deserve a little bit of credit because they can discern the difference between Larry Hogan and Donald Trump, the difference between what's going on in the state of Maryland, what's going on nationally. When you look at the polls, by the way, you see stark differences. Right track, wrong track, approve, disapprove. It's 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 clear that there are an awful lot of voters who can see the differences between the two and can clearly discern them. And. They've been trying to make the same play now, and it's still an integral part of their strategy. That's the damned craziest thing about it. right. This this isn't going to appeal to the kind of voters that Ben Jealous needs. Right. And we'll talk a little bit later about they still their basic assumption is that if they get enough D's to the to the polling places, enough registered Democrats, right. th- that's enough. Enough. They're, they're going to be mad at at Donald Trump. They're going to be just vote D down the line they don't have to be clear about what the issues are they don't have to have a good positive agenda that people are voting for um they just need to get enough d's to the poll and and the fact is and we'll talk more about it later Mm -hmm. this that's not the worst plan ever except that um they're not doing a good job persuading the voters who are going to come to the polls which is exactly what the governor did when he won in 2014 and what he's doing now and um, so we'll talk more about that. But it would start with it would start with, you know, last show we talked about Ben Jealous being angry and mm-hmm. cursing at a reporter because they asked the socialist question. Right. He didn't look very gubernatorial. No. Not knowing the name of the state's highest court makes you look not very gubernatorial. Right. Now, like you said, some of his some of his acolytes right. are saying, oh, well, right. He wrote it in lowercase letters, so he clearly knew what, no, he didn't. what he was talking about. No, he didn't. Right. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Best case scenario, he knew it was wrong, but he figured his voters and followers were too stupid to understand there's a difference, so he could just conflate the two. And I guess he thought he wasn't going to get called out on it. Yeah. I mean, 
and even the governor today. This is the big leagues, kid. Even the governor today called him out. Maryland is unique. Maryland is a unique place. And look, there are a lot of, we've talked about this for years and years and years on the show. There are a lot of people who live in the state who aren't from here. Right. And, you know, that's who he's Usually they aren't the ones one who of them, nominated for governor. Yeah, one of them is Ben Jealous. Yeah. <laughs> people who have been here. Uh, understand that this place is unique. We have unique institutions. We have our, our state government is different from every place else in in various ways. We have a, a unique history and a unique politics that got us to where we are. I mean, look, it's not just because he's – look, um, Martin O'Malley would have never made this mistake. No. Paris Glendening would have never made this mistake. William Donald William Schaefer, Donald Schaefer wouldn't have made absolutely this would not have made. Harry this mistake. Hughes wouldn't have made this mistake. Right. So Ben you know, Cardin wouldn't have made this mistake. Mike Miller wouldn't have made this mistake. It'd go on and on and on and on. Yeah, and I think even Mike, you know, Mike, Mike Miller points out that, that Ben Jealous is from is a California guy. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I'm sure he just rolls his eyes at. I mean, we used to elect. And, and it wasn't a good thing, but at least we elected Democrats who had decades of institutional knowledge of the state. Right. Um, who, who actually understood the challenges and difficulties and how state government operated. They built the apparatus, so it would make sense that they would know that. Right. Um, they've got they've nominated a guy. They've given the key. You know, presumably they want to give the keys to the car who's never driven before. Yeah. Who doesn't understand where the brake and the. And the clutch are in this case, or, or you, whatever metaphor you want to use, and uh, it's glaring. And again, it doesn't look gubernatorial, right? So here's another example of that. Um, and oh, it, by the way, let me let me to make a make an example here. Um, many of the jealous supporters, right, say similar things about Donald Trump. Okay, you know he was just an actor that was come off, you know, the TV star who come, came off the street and was elected president. That he's not presidential, Trump, right? That he wasn't presidential. Trump won, okay, yeah. but Trump also had as his vice president, as his number two, Mike Pence, a Correct. guy who had extensive experience as a member of Congress, as the governor of Indiana, you know, somebody who understands the role of government. Ben Jealous, right. to help him lead the government, quote unquote, picked a Democratic bundler and fundraiser, uh, Susie Turnbull, who one can't spell. Good God, have you ever seen her Twitter account? Um <laughs> And secondly, spent her entire term as Democratic Party chairman collecting checks from from companies, from large companies, right. to help foster the Democrats' crony capitalism. Basically, it's the worst. The you corporatist get, you take, overlords. Right. You take, you know, the, the jealous Turnbull ticket is the worst aspects of Bernie Sanders with the worst aspects of Martin O'Malley. That's that's not a good thing for Maryland and certainly not something that's attractive Without, to voters. And, and look. Martin O'Malley on a national stage, complete failure. But he was effective in Maryland because, and here's because why: he knew the score. because he knew Maryland. He knew Maryland politics. He grew up here. He understood the game. He knew how to play it, and and he had the ability. National politics is totally different, which is why one day, not today, but when we get into the Hogan for president stuff, we'll we'll deal with that because he's going to run into the same brick wall, I think, in a different way. But. Maryland, because Maryland politics is unique, okay? Governor Hogan grew up here. Mm -hmm. He understands it. His dad was involved in it. He worked with Governor Ehrlich. Um, he he understands Maryland politics as well as all but a handful of people and maybe more than even one or two that would even be in the same class right. and understanding um, Maryland politics. And this jealous guy is clueless. He really is from out of town. 
You know, when you when you play his up, first Democratic primary <laughs> gubernatorial primary was this year, the first right. one he ever voted in. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 talking about somebody who's not even invested in Maryland. Right. When people are attacking you for being certain things and trying to create a characterization of you, which is what which is, by the way, and the Baltimore Sun reported this, all the attacks from the RGA are working. And the fact that the DGA is silent is really bad because exactly what we said the governor is going to do is that it's going to is going to define Ben Jealous. He's doing it. Unfortunately, Ben Jealous is happy to corroborate that definition by cursing out a reporter when they ask him if he's a socialist and then blanking on the name of getting the name wrong of our state's highest court when people accuse him of being not really from Maryland and not really having deep ties here. Right. Um, you know, I, so it's a it, it's a fail. But let's go on because let's talk about the next article we want to talk. Yeah. About so here's a headline. From over the weekend, Jealous Campaign asks TV stations to stop running Republican attack ads, calling them false. 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 (laughs) (sighs) Lori. Objecting to a new attack ad, a lawyer, I bet he does. It's from the Baltimore Sun. A lawyer for Democrat Ben Jealous' campaign for governor said Thursday that he sent letters to local TV stations asking him to pull the ad he says was deceptively edited to paint Jealous as a, quote, socialist. Mind you, it's a letter asking them, please don't hurt me right the ad paid for by the rga includes an edited clip of an interview jealous did with msnbc to make it look like jealous was embracing socialism not rejecting it the ad repeatedly quotes jealous telling interviewer quote go ahead call me a socialist but it leaves out jealous's next sentence that doesn't change the fact i'm a venture capitalist now let's let's stop there for a second okay okay go ahead and call me a socialist right that doesn't change the fact i am something else those two sentences are not. Well, here's the question: not at is cross it, purposes. Is it really deceptive to stop? Because it's two sentences, right? Okay, well, I mean, it's two thoughts. Is the fact that he's a venture capitalist mean that he, by definition, can't be a socialist? No. <laughs> As proved by the rest of the ad, talking about and his actual by policies, everything. Yeah, by the rest of his policies, so as you, well as some of the companies his venture capital group invests in. Right. So you can go out and gather and and be a guy who gathers capital for investments and still be politically oriented towards socialism. Right. Okay. You couldn't fairly call him a socialist if he was out with market-based solutions to problems in the state. That would be I'm unfair. I'm not even sure he knows what a market-based solution is. Well, I He's never advocated for one. And that's really what most of the most of the ad is about. It's not just that one clip. Okay. That and and he first off, he shouldn't say, Go ahead and call me a socialist and then get mad but that when people goes do. back to a not somebody who is not a disciplined campaigner and certainly based on his temperament so far right. would not be a disciplined leader. Right. Well, and he's not a disciplined politician and candidate. That's his big problem. He's running up against a guy who is probably the most disciplined mm-hmm. candidate that we've ever seen come out of the state, frankly. You know, there's there's a new Gallup poll out today where Democrats have a higher view of socialism than they ever have in the past. Yeah, funny that. When he's running in the primary, that he embraced that socialistic, uh, if not the term, at least people thinking that about the him. Ethos. Um and certainly his pol- – again, it goes back to the policies. He, they want to say that it's a misleading label, and his ad- and his supporters want to say, well, when they really know what 
what uh, Governor Hogan is doing, and they really know what he wants to do for people, they'll really like him. No, they won't. Number one, they already. Governor Hogan has universal name recognition and over seventy percent approval. People know who he is, and they know what he's been doing. The idea that they're going to be able to attack him for not funding the red line or not spending enough on schools or this or that or the other, all of those gambits have been run and they have not gained For the traction. last three years they've been Yeah, run. they've been trying to raise his negatives without success. There's nothing new that they're going to roll out. And they don't have enough money. It's not even close, by the way. They're not going to have enough money to, to run enough ads. And by the way, by the time they start getting on television, the governor and the uh, and particularly the Republican Governors Association, will have already defined him in a large percentage of Maryland voters' minds who don't know who he is now, right? but will only know him as the guy who is called a socialist and gets mad when people ask him if he's a socialist, right? who wants to raise your taxes yeah, and have single-payer health care. The last numbers, and I don't know when the next reporting period is, I know that the last set of numbers had... It's a couple weeks. The Hogan campaign had about $9 million, right. and the Jealous campaign had about 400000 and that was before right. the primary, which, of course, Jealous presumably... You know, exhausted, and his that bank was, and that, and that's completely separate from what the Republican Governors Association, right? Which is say. completely, n- and you know, the very lame comeback from the jealous campaign is, well, the governor's scared. The governor is a, he, the only reason he's attacking is because he's scared. He's scared of this blue wave coming. Okay, let's say he is. <clears throat> Excuse me. You not doing anything <laughs> isn't helping, right? You know, the fact that the DGA isn't coming in, you know, it's a, it's a lame response. What he's doing, and even the Baltimore Sun reported this pretty clearly, the strategy is people don't know who you are, and the first thing they're going to hear about you are these negative ads over and over and over again. It's going to be a lot harder to come back in September or October and redefine yourself as something different, especially when you're still advocating the same policies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If the ad really was just... Uh, <clears throat> an incomplete quote from MSNBC. Ah, he said, call me a socialist, so we're calling him a socialist. He, he'd he have a point, and the ads wouldn't be very effective. Except that the ad, and let's just play the ad. We the played ads this before. are backed up by facts. Yeah, and, and they talk about actual policy proposals. If I can get it to run here, which I will do here in a second. How much would Ben Jealous cost you? Even he doesn't know. Jealous can't explain his own education plan. Listen for yourself. The exact cost will be this is the first tallied up by the this is not the ad that they're bitching. analysts when I'm governor. It's expensive to figure all that out. Jealous has proposed higher income taxes, higher taxes on things you buy online. He's even considering a sales tax increase. All this ben Jealous, another big spender who'll raise your taxes to pay for it. All right, so that wasn't the ad, right? But that was. But it was still fun. But that's another ad that they're running. See what I'm saying? Right. They don't need that. Here's the same idea. Raising taxes, big government programs, which he doesn't deny. And let's, go, let's go back to the story here. It is unmistakable that the Republican Governors Association advertisement was outright false and misleading to your viewers. Right. Um, a spokesman for the Jealous campaign sent Temple sent the letters to four broadcast stations. In the new ad, the association calls Jealous too extreme for Maryland and suggests Democrats are abandoning him. Both those things are true, by the way. Right, and the reason they're able to say that is is they can show newspaper reports and actual Democrats saying things negative. Right. Like this ad, which I was one of my favorites. Only because you were quoted in it. This is a little longer. 
Introducing Bad Jealous. Some anonymous Democratic sources high up in the party saying they're concerned about Ben Jealous and, and his, you know, his expensive program uh, that he wants to put forward could be a bad matchup with the governor. Well, that's not news. A lot of candidates saying that, you know, you're going to get free tuition, you know, Medicare for all, all of those things. Folks know that's not the truth, so you got to be honest with them. Well, let me, let's talk about single payer because it was attempted in your home state of Vermont. Uh, and, it, and it didn't work because they couldn't get the funding because it would be too expensive, the, the Democratic governor said. And then recently it, was, it failed in California as well. Democrats, again, not able to come up with a way to pay for it. People crowded in to listen to Governor Shumlin announce he's not going forward with his original health care plan. It became clear that the risk of economic shock is too high at this time to offer a plan that I can responsibly support. Amendment 69 would fund Colorado Care with a 10% state income tax, with employers paying two-thirds of that tax. Business groups say it would hurt competition here. The reality is that some folks will have to find a different job. If Ben Jealous is our nominee, Larry Hogan will Jim Shea Democrat. Democrat. Even the Washington Post called uh, Jealous's programs pie in the sky. There you go. Even the Washington Post. Even the Washington Post, Greg. <laughs> that guy sounded smart, whoever it was. Well, I mean... But here's the point. All of that doesn't mention that MSNBC clip. They didn't send a letter saying don't play that ad or any of the other ads. Yeah, they're just... their, their lame attempt to get some earned media is to send a letter complaining about the ad being somewhat misleading because of the 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 edit of the quote and then the newspapers reporting oh they say it's misleading because of the ad. doesn't address any of the rest of it that's that's their response to a million dollars in attack ads calling him a socialist and that will not work and, and don't forget too you know jealous at the same time as we talked about last week is your mic on is oops my mic is not on. Yeah. Um, jealous at the same time as we talked about last week is trying to play the race card with all of this stuff too. Dry, trying to say that, um, you know, that they are they are trying to say that be, that he's calling him a socialist because he's black, not because he's a socialist. Uh, yeah. It's just this. The entire jealous campaign is just one lame Hail Mary after another trying to like, get back in in the game. I mean, we already talked about la- about how the Jealous campaign's internals have have him nine points down. Yeah, that's the good news. They keep saying that's the good news. We're only down nine. Well, we'll find out We'll find out tomorrow I mean, morning, won't two we? Two to one Democrat. Yeah, we, we're going to have the Gonzalez poll come out. Two to one Democratic state, uh, Democrats or Republican. I mean, yeah, saying you're only down nine points is a good thing is not a good thing. And that's the and that was to save your bad week. And then you come out and you don't know the name of the state's highest court. And and, you know, you have this lame letter. Please stop. Please stop attacking me. You know, which just and by the way, it just keeps the socialist issue keeps going. Right. Because now he sends this letter. It's another it's another press cycle where he's complaining about it. And it's the back and forth about, well, is it really a fair quote? Let's show the whole thing. And. All people are going to hear is he's a socialist. Call me a socialist. Call me a socialist. You know. He'd be better off saying call me Ishmael. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and take a break? Let's take a break. When we Why come don't we back, take a break? When we come back. We'll be right back. We'll talk about how what Democrats see as the key to victory 
and you will never guess what it actually is. Stick with us. You are listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. We'll You're right invited back. to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today. You can help Red Maryland grow our reach when you visit redmaryland.com and click on the Amazon link and shop as normal. A portion of your purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow. Additionally, you can buy Red Maryland t-shirts, drinkware, and other gear from our Zazzle store at zazzle.com slash redmaryland. We want to hear from you. Email us at any time at redmaryland at gmail.com. You can also leave audio feedback on our Red Maryland talkback line at 410-205-4875. We might use your feedback on our programming. You are listening to Maryland's most trusted conservative voice, the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to follow Red Maryland on all of the major social networking sites. You can follow us at Red Maryland on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Snapchat, and Tumblr to get the latest from Red Maryland. And be sure to follow the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. Celebrating five years as Maryland's only network that matters. You're listening to the Red Maryland Network. Zwoele zomerhit. Klopvaste actua. De leukste cadeaus. Donna. The sound of summer. We are back. Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am Brian. He is Greg. We've never played the Love and Spoonful on the show before. I think we have. Have we? I think we have. No, I don't know. Yeah. Either I way, it reminds it. me how bad music music videos were from the 60s. Right. Well, it was, just, it was 15 years before It was a TV MTV. show. They were probably on a TV show. Video had not even attempted to kill the radio star by this point. Correct. Right. Correct. First video played on MTV, of course. Yeah, no, I know that. Then yes. they played a lot of Phil Collins. They did. There's a they lot did. of Phil Collins. You know, one thing I'm surprised there's not more, and we're digressing here before As we, we do. get back in. There's not more YouTube videos of, like, the early years of MTV. It might be copyrighted. I, I'm sure that's, that's why. The kind of, that, that but I, I have seen, like, the first hour of MTV. Okay. But it's really fascinating because the music videos they're showing are not at all the, you know, what what happens is, there's a handful of songs that become associated with the 80s. Right. And they were from the entire decade. Mm-hmm. But when they, if you were actually watching MTV in 1980, when did it start? 80, 81. 81. You know, you were watching a lot of Greg Allman videos or something. Right. And it's like, what? If you think about it, if you look Which at is really it, fascinating, and I wish was on YouTube. If you think about the videos that people really start to remember. Right. It's like 1983 is when people finally started to see the value of this, that's like when Duran Duran started doing videos. That right. was like a flock of seagulls. Like but there were some. Rat. There was some good production in some of those as oh, well. Sure, but it's um, 
Oh, the rats are great. That's a great. They, that first album they had was great. Hell of the Cellar is such a great album. Actually, the first two albums. That's not why we're here. But you, you're right. You, you, things you associate with the 80s were a small percentage. I mean, there were a lot of songs from, you know, Chicago had a lot of hits. It's the same thing if you listen to the Casey Kasem Top 40. We listened to that on our trip. Um, from that era, you realize there was a lot of crap in the top. There was. It was funny because we were listening. We, we have this. We have this. Cup, this veneer. Sorry, I'm interrupting. You, you are. I apologize. You, we have this veneer that everything was great, but no, there was a lot of crap back then. Too. We were listening to. I think it was 1986. Right. One of the Casey great years. We were driving across Nebraska. Oh um, God. Boy, there's only so many choices when you're driving across Nebraska. And they have the internet it, there. It, we, we not always. Oh, <laughs> okay. That is not a feature on okay. all of our eighty in Nebraska, but um, and yeah, there were like here's like a song you've heard of at number thirty seven, and then we get to like number twelve, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. I don't even know the song. Starship had a lot of songs in the top forty. Well, stuff like that. That's we built this city on rock and roll, Greg. But that's one. But they had like a lot of them, you know. Stevie Nicks had a lot of hit songs stand in the back, 80s. Stand back, stand the, see, but back. see, those are ones you remember, but like her third release from that same album. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens with almost all the artists. It's, not everybody's the Beatles or the Stones or Zeppelin. No, but my point is you when people have that nostalgic reminisce of the 70s or the 80s, they remember these iconic songs. And, of course, radio well, I think it depends plays on- them over and over again. But if you actually went back in time in a time capsule and you watched MTV for an, MTV for an hour in 1982 or Casey Kasem Top 40, yeah. you'd realize half the songs really are kind of lame and vanilla and they're all kind of the same, the same way pop music is today. But I think a lot of the forgotten songs, like people people have like this time period where they right. know a, a, an extra... We're debating nostalgia now. Well, they, they know an extraordinary number of songs from a certain time period because it's associated right. with like... Their last two or three years of high school or something like that. It's right. Like, you know, there are like there's like an, a 1993 to 1997 time period where I know a lot of weird songs. Right. Which I'll sometimes go back and listen to, even if I am the person who will put on XM and just listen to the new wave station all day. Right. So I think that's part of it too. Now on the opposite end of that spectrum, that's Greg, this is something. It, right. This is something I sh- I didn't forgot to mention last week about our vacation. We were driving through Eastern Alabama. Okay. And there was a radio station. All right. That had no DJs. It had like no call sign that I could identify. There was no nothing, no breaks, nothing between songs, okay. and all it played right was "Sweet Home Alabama" and "Freebird." Nice on a loop. No, that's not a real thing. It happened. I swear to God. That must be like one of those, uh, you know, turn to like turn pirate, to... pirate radio stations. No, but one of those emergency channels. I don't know. You know, where they just have the the uh, announcements over and over again and someone just I don't know, but it was it was in clear stereo too. It was on FM. Cool. And it was just like That's a gimmick for the, the tourists driving the third, through. The third time you start hearing Sweet Home Alabama, it's like, okay, we got to change the station. You know, it's like I, I got, you know, it's only so much Give me three steps here. or something. Give me mix in something. Give me here. three songs. I would have settled right. for that. Um, we have seriously, seriously digressed. So thanks for sticking with us. All um, right. Well, let's get more serious because this is this is going to be depressing too. How are the Democrats going to win? We we have all these criticisms of the Ben Jealous campaign. We've got all this bad news about Larry Hogan winning. People have asked me. People have actually asked me. Do you think Ben Jealous thinks he can win? The answer is absolutely. One thousand percent. Yes. The Democrats are absolutely convinced not only they can win, but that they will win. 
And uh, this is a this is an article from our friend Len Lazarick of Maryland Reporter. Democrats talking about see that higher Mar- turnout as key to victory. Right. Which which, by the way, it is their key to victory. I mean, it's just a proportional argument. If you just get enough D's to the polls, enough D's will vote for the Democratic candidate, no matter how terrible he is, that the Republican candidate can't possibly he'll just be swamped. Even if he gets 10 or 15 percent of the Democratic vote. Democratic Party leaders see increasing turnout as the key to victory this fall. That's the focus of the Howard County Party headquarters that opened on Friday with seven paid local staff and an additional six field staffers the state party will be sending. I have never seen us more organized and together, said Senator Guy Gazone at gunpoint. I mean, told the crowd of about 100 attending the ribbon cutting in downtown Columbia. By the way, that there's no way that that could possibly be true. That's, that's There's no way that anybody in the Maryland Democratic Party could say they're more organized and united today than at any point in the past. Yeah, I know. That's, that's insane. I know. That's You know, sometimes you have to believe in the gimmick to get the gimmick over. Once again, if you look, I know, the world, I, 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 I get you know, it, but still, that's on its face. Just with so no ridiculous. opponent in the primary or general election, Gazone is acting as the county party's top organizer and helped raise money to hire the local staff. We're going after people who may not have voted last time, and we're going to get them out. Gazone said, "If we do that, there is no reason why we shouldn't win from the top to the bottom and all around." That's inspiring, right there. The top of the Democratic ticket and all around were on hand for the headquarters opening in the former Starrett Place office of the Howard County Chamber of Commerce. Attorney General Brian Frosch emphasized how he doesn't actually do his job. I right. mean, his multiple lawsuits against President Trump right. and Republican Governor Larry Hogan's failure to support those efforts. Most importantly, uh, can we just pause for a second? Most, okay, because most importantly, we need a Democratic governor, Frost said in one, in one of his biggest applause lines. Okay. By the way, for all you. Republicans and pro-Trump people who don't think the governor does enough. I mean, listen to that. Brian Frosch emphasized his multiple lawsuits against the president and Governor Larry Hogan's failure to support those efforts. He's not he's not wrong. The governor has failed to support those. efforts. He has refused to give him the one million dollars. The legislature wanted to give him to sue Donald Trump. He refused to authorize his suit for the Muslim ban. He's really butthurt about it. It's a big part of his campaign. So just remember that if you don't think the president supports Trump enough, when the rubber meets the road, the governor's gotten the president's back. In November, Farage faces Republican former prosecutor Craig Wolf, who is working much harder and more aggressively than previous GOP nominees for AG. Now, I would say that, that is a true is a statement. That is a thousand percent true statement. He's a great candidate. If you haven't checked him out. And throwing him a couple bucks, do that. Craig Wolf, absolutely. Both Frosch and Wolf marched in the closing parade of the Howard County Fair on Saturday. Howard County Councilmember Calvin Ball, the Democratic nominee for county executive, challenging Republican incumbent Alan Kittleman, emphasized his support for increasing school funding and the value of Howard County's diversity. I'd be embarrassed if Calvin didn't win, Gazone said in an interview. Let's, let's stop there for a second. because Probably should be. One, Howard County. One thing that our side always... Um, gets on Alan Kittleman about is that oh he's too right. much of a rhino he's too much of a rhino now you may some people on that. our side you may are disagree bad at math, with that right but you know Alan Kittleman is you can't point to Alan Kittleman and complain about the diversity with Alan Kittleman okay I mean he is you right. know him and his his entire family has been very supportive of all sorts of diversity throughout the years even when we have disagreed with him strongly by the way such sure, as Sure, absolutely. Marriage. Absolutely. You know, it, it's hard to he make resigned that, his leadership in the in the state senate. It's hard to make the argument that somehow the Democrats are, you know, going to push diversity more than Alan Kilman when 
I don't know. It's, it's a stu- I don't it's know that they're necessarily argument. attacking him about that, but that's their buzzword. And it's Howard County. Howard County is heavily, heavily Democratic. And, you know, a guy like Alan Kittleman, who's a, who's got deep ties to that county, who's a smart guy. He's very, very moderate. Let's not let's not pussyfoot around that very much. Very. He probably wouldn't get elected county executive where we live in Anne Arundel County. But he's a good he's a good kind of fit for Howard County. Ran a great campaign last time around one. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't seen any polling in that, but he, I haven't either. his race is certainly a bellwether, as we'll Great. see as we keep going. As usual, when he comes to Columbia, Representative Elijah Cummings needed a map. I mean, who represents part of Howard He doesn't County, drive himself. He, he's Baltimore not the one who needs the County, map. Said diversity is our promise. What the hell does that even mean? Diversity is our promise. I, I don't know. And said Maryland's congressional delegation puts up some of the strongest opposition to Trump's policies in Congress. I can't understand why Trump hasn't tweeted on me yet, said Cummings, whose voice is strong, but has been moving with the aid of a walker for some months now after hospitalization for a knee infection. Guy has a plan for Howard County. All we need to do is follow the plan. Ben Jealous, the Democratic nominee for governor, wrapped up the event emphasizing his standard theme of health care as a right, higher pay for teachers, and an end to mass incarceration in Maryland's prison. By the we way, can save $660 is- million a year in the prison system, he said. Right. This is what he's running on. He's running on. He's not a socialist, by the way. But health care is a right, so single-payer health care, which we've talked about how much that's going to cost, higher pay for teachers, increase, I mean, more spending, more spending, and releasing thousands of prisoners from prison. Right. The way we but win- he's not a socialist. The way we win this thing is we turn out more than one million voters, Jealous said, just as Martin O'Malley did in his rematch against Bob Ehrlich in 2010. Right. Jealous pointed out that Hogan won in 2014 with 884,000 votes. And Ehrlich's top tally was 880,000 votes, indicating that may be the ceiling for a Republican candidate. In those elections, both Hogan and Ehrlich won Howard County, but Ehrlich lost the county twice against O'Malley in the following contest. So basically, Jealous thinks that he could be down by nine points, right. running a campaign for the farthest left campaign in state history. Correct. Have alienated half the Democratic Party. Right. But thinks that he can turn out 20% more voters. Right. Than Anthony Brown did running a moderate campaign four years ago. The, the I, my, is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah, it's insane. The incumbent county executive Democrat of Baltimore County won't endorse him for governor, but he's going to be Montgomery able to turn county. out. A, he's going to have a 20 percent. Montgomery increase. County. Montgomery County. Thank you for correcting me. The most blue county in the state um, isn't endorsing him, but he thinks he can get 20 percent increase in Democratic turnout, right. which, by the way, and we've been saying this ever since Governor Hogan was elected in 2014. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to link back again to this. The study that was done after the governor's election showed that even if Democratic turnout had been higher, even to that 2010 level, right. the governor still would have won because of his ability to get votes from Democrats and independents. Right. So if you just increase the pie, which is essentially what they're talking about doing, even if you only increase the Democratic part of the pie, um, if you increase still would the Democratic won. part of the pie and 35% of the Democrats are right. voting for Larry Hogan, what have you really gotten out of this? Well, right. You, you, you have to increase it so, so much, right, because you're, you're, you're not closing the gap that and much. And I have right. to admit, Greg, that's that, the problem. That's why he's down 9, 15 points in polls is because of that point. And I got to admit, Greg, that I think just based on what we've seen so far, okay, right. we've seen his polling numbers are in the tank. He can't raise money. The RGA is dunking on him every day. You have Democrats just trying to stay away from him. Guys like 
you know, uh, Jim, um, Jim, Mathias. Jim Mathias and some of these other Senate candidates, people who were actively running away from Ike Leggett, as you said, Jim Brochin right. endorsing Governor Hogan, even Catherine Pugh's like, oh, you know, she em- endorsed em- him, but she emphasizing you know. her good relationship with Governor Hogan. Right. right. It's going to be the hard. mayor of Baltimore. It's what does she have to lose? It's going to be hard for Ben Jealous to turn out as many Democrats he did in 2014, because there could be Democrats who either are a unenthusiastic or b are strictly coming out to vote for Governor Hogan. Yeah, and and look, and for, that by the way, not to start not to interrupt. Go ahead, go ahead. That's going to hurt Democrats up and down the ballot. Yes, and that is fantastic yes. news for the good guys. Yes, and that's what Governor Hogan is counting on, especially with the drive for five in the state senate. Look, um, this is, and for those on our side who are frustrated, the governor's always talking to Democrat, Democrat. The governor understands this election will be won or lost with him being able to get a sizable portion of Democratic voters. Folks on our side have known that for years, yet somehow there's still some people on our side who don't understand how math works. Right. Okay. He's got a great argument to make to Republicans, especially compared to Ben Jealous, and he's made it. He's cut taxes. He's controlled spending. He's reduced regulation, increased job growth. Um, he's uh, he's um, he's complied. He's he's a, he's resisted sanctuary state legislation. Uh, and cooperated with the federal authorities on immigration issues. He's had, even though we have uh, lowering incarceration rates and and some really innovative um, reform on the prison side, he's been pushing for tougher sentences, longer sentences, mm-hmm. mandatory sentences for violent offenders. He's been, managed to find a balance in a state that is so hard left that I can't understand why any Republican wouldn't want to have him uh, stay governor, and again, especially we, considering the we, alternatives, say, and we, most do. We point out it's like your choice. Okay, you're mad at Governor Hogan for this, that, and the other thing. And look, we've said publicly when we've disagreed with sure. Governor Hogan's decisions. Sure, but if you really think that conservatism, if you really right. think that your issue, whether it's taxes or gun control or immigration, is better off by sitting on your butt and letting Ben Jealous get elected governor. Then I, I can't help you. Yeah, and I think the vast majority get that. And when we see the see the Gonzalez poll, hopefully they'll have a breakdown by party, and we'll see how he's doing within the I have party. To assume they will. It's going to be over ninety percent. I'm sure that's what we've seen in the past. I mean, most people get it. The problem is some people just either don't want to do math or they don't want to admit it. Um, the governor's trying to win because there's so much at stake with him winning. Okay, redistricting. Five out of seven members of the Court of Appeals. I mean, on and on and on down the line. There's such a stark difference between your life as a Maryland. Of course, everybody wants to leave Maryland. Everybody's going to cut and run from Maryland, it seems, on Facebook. Just go already. I mean, if if you care so little about the state that one gubernatorial race is going to make you leave, why are you still here? I mean, I hate that stuff. I hate that, well, we used to live here, but then we had to move. Didn't you? I mean— I'm from here. I was born here. I'll die here. My relatives are buried here. This is my home. That's why Brian and I fight so hard. Brian would tell you the same thing. Mm -hmm. This is why we fight so hard for this place. We've got a guy who can do something that hasn't been done in over 50 years. And you know what? He's going to have to get Democratic votes to do it. So he's going to have to appeal to Democrats. He's going to have to be more moderate. You've seen that he needs to do that. You saw that four years ago. Right. And, and, And he can't, you know, Donald Trump couldn't do this. No. Um, if 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 we had a nominee who who was Trump like, they get blown out by twenty points. Mm-hmm. We'd have a socialist state worse than California. Um, That's just the hard reality. If there's folks. anybody on our side who doesn't get that, I don't know what help there is for you. 
You know, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. But the and the, and the governor has a lot of positive things that conservatives, pro-Trump folks, whatever, can say in in their in their support. I even saw Ellen Sauerbrey talk about this today. Some gun guy gave her a hard time. How can you support this guy? She's like, Are you kidding me? How can I not support? One could say, Are you effing kidding me? She wouldn't say that. And by the way, go um, to go to Zazzle.com. Red Maryland. Buy the, the shirt. Buy the shirt. Right. Please. Yeah. Anyway. So, but, but look, that's what they're counting. That's what they're, by the way, this is not news. This million dollar figure is something they rolled out a couple of weeks ago that they've been pointing to. Million voters. Million voters figure. They would kill for a million dollars right now. um, Yeah, that may be all they end up with. Um, He's a venture capitalist. He can go find it from other people, right? Well, out of state. That's where he gets all his money from. 85%. Uh, you know, Silicon Valley wants to control Maryland's governor. Uh, What could go wrong? And by the way. The Maryland established the Maryland Democratic establishment. They're not just trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. I've been here for a long time, my whole life. They're not just being kind of lukewarm to the guy. Trust me, they are telling people to stay home. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they are telling donors you can give to Larry Hogan or sit on your hands. Yeah, trust me. And they may Mike even- Miller is not doing everything he can do to get Ben Jealous and, elected. And they may be guaranteed. telling people. They may be telling people, eh, go vote for the governor. Let's run up the score yeah, on this that's, one. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, the guys who supported the Mac Middletons of the world, they don't want Ben Jealous to win. No. They may or may not say it publicly. They don't have to say it publicly. They may, they may wave the flag. But believe me, Mike Miller doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be second banana to a guy like Ben Jealous. No. He just doesn't. No. You mentioned the Gonzalez poll. Yeah. And obviously we haven't seen anything about that yet. The poll will be released, I believe, at midnight is when, when the embargo usually ends, has not been sent out yet. Predictions. I think the governor will do well. It'll be double digits. I don't know uh, beyond that. I, I, I let, me, let me say this, too, because I've been telling people this, and they're like, really? This race will get close. Of course it will. Um, and we've talked about the math will get close. When you get into September and October, it's going to get close just based on – um, the the margin of error uh, is four or five points. You know the sample, the way they do the sampling, the way they manipulate things. There's, you know, it, it's like a basketball game where the other side's going to make a run. Jealous is going to make a run, right? And um, depending on what's going on nationally, you know, you start seeing the congressional campaign stuff look really horrible. The 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 generic congressional ballot gets crazy out of control. Well, that's I mean possible. that's um, well, it's already it's kind of not in a great place right now. It could a lot can change more positively. Um, it'll get close. There there will be. Uh, I can't imagine it's going to say nine ten points between now and election day. I can't imagine that happening. It's going to get within know. the margin of error at some I, point. I guess it all depends. I, that on, doesn't mean it stays there or that it ends up there. I guess it okay. all depends on but whether or not the DGA comes to the rescue, whether or not Jealous can raise any money, whether Jealous can get anything to stick against the guy. I think it's just a function of – I think it's – Brian, I'm far more cynical than you are. I think it's just a function of how you structure the poll and the Baltimore Sun wants a horse race – and, oh no! I, I and you can do it very easily. Structure your sample so I agree that you can with get it close. Everything you are saying right yeah. now, yeah. So um, it'll there'll be that poll. But I think that the fact I, that they aren't doing it internally in the jealous campaign and still releasing it that tells says, you something. Says something. But I could be wrong. Look, I've been wrong throughout. If you told me four years ago, if you told me two years ago, we'd be in the situation we're in. I would say no way. There's and if you problem. told me that two years ago, uh, four years ago, two years ago, a year ago, frankly. 
And I said what I'm about to say, that my prediction is that Governor Hogan will be up 13 in the Gonzalez poll when it comes out. Could be. Could be. You know, that's my prediction. It's going to be higher. And, and my prediction is, at the very minimum, my prediction is going to be the the jealous deficit is going to be higher than what their internals say. But my numerical prediction is a 13-point lead. Oh, it's definitely going to be higher than the jealous internals. Yeah. They wouldn't have released it otherwise. Right. And Gonzalez, correct me if I'm wrong, Gonzalez had it the closest in 2014. I do not recall. Okay. I cannot. Confirm. I know the internal, I know the internal Hogan people did. Oh yeah. Um, the internal Hogan campaign had the, it a you know, year before the, the election. Sun and, the sun and those folks. And, and, and just on that point, cause we're going to talk about it again. And Brian and I are, you know, statistician nerds and we're political science nerds. Polling is only as accurate as the, the, the model sample that you create. So it's not a science as much as it's supposed to be. It's an art. And it's based on the assumptions of who you think is going to turn out. So if you build a robust turnout model that's really the best case scenario for Ben Jealous, he's going to do a lot better. By the way, if you do that and he's still not leading, then he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, but it really depends on what it ends up being. by the way, the Jealous campaign, if the Jealous campaign is making their assumptions based on this million-person turnout model, that could very well be what they released. We don't know. They just released the number. Right. We didn't get the methodology. Like right. So if they're ba- if they're basing this oh, they're in a lot of trouble. off of that high turnout right. model they keep talking about, then, yeah, they're in a lot deeper trouble. Than and, you've had, and you've had folks on the Democratic side, some of the, the – um, the dark money uh, resourced uh, websites saying that there ought to be some sort of campaign shakeup. I don't even know who's running his campaign. So if he shook it up, who would know? The only thing I know is that none but, of the people are from Maryland, which you can tell from how he's running his campaign. If they haven't, if they have, I don't know what it would take for people to panic on the Democratic side. If they haven't panicked well, by now, I was going to say they're not going to panic. It's very obvious that a lot of people on the Democratic side are panicking. So, do you know who's not panicking? Who's that? Anybody on the Republican side right now? Yeah. Absolutely. Let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it but up. We'll take a quick break and we'll wrap it up. Stick with us. You're listening to Red Maryland Radio. Hey, that was a good idea that you had, Brian. On the Red Maryland <laughs> Network. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today. Today's best music, We're back. Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am Brian. He is Greg. Good to be here. That was the Ataris with the Boys of Summer. That's they're, right. They're one hit. A summer theme. It's summertime. Summertime. You know, there's only 18. And I would never sing again. I apologize. There's only 18 days left in meteorological summer. Is that right? Yeah. Meteorological fall starts September 1. I, I, I've unfortunately been getting up early the last few months, and it's getting dark later and later, and I, I hate that. 
I've gotten up early like twice in the last month because I've been on vacation so for most of it. So. Hey, I don't. I don't take. A you're t- like you're like that lady in the Capitol who who was lamenting <laughs> about coming back to work after seven weeks hey, on vacation. I don't have another Jerk. vacation type thing until Thursday. Okay, so we have to go. To, we nice. have to go to the lake house. Must be okay? nice, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna let John Frenet rant at you for oh, a while. Okay, well, you know, some this of us have to work. For this a is why people think I have six million dollars. Anyway, um, so let's just go ahead and wrap it up. I mean, it's, it's you only have, how many millions do you? You don't have to. I know whatever. I was a millionaire once. Is that right? In Russia. Oh, really? Right. A million rubles? Yeah, at the time, it was like 5,200 rubles. Rubles? To the dollar. That's so. a, oh, that was the story you told me when you got the Russian hooker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't get the Russian hooker. Oh, you couldn't even get her. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, Let's wrap. I've told this story on the air before. You can go back and look. I know. I'm, Everybody, I'm teasing. Look, everybody's, everybody's got the reaction. I'm teasing. To the, to the hooker I'm story. <sighs> it's it's, you it's not a happy ending. Spoiler no, it's not. Um, <laughs> this show went off a rail, didn't it? We're just playing to the camera now. Uh, uh, Let's wrap it up. We are wrapping up. We are wrapping Thanks for up. listening. Everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Obviously, um, no show the rest of the week. Um, I, Greg, Greg says this he's going to write something. Well, when this Gonzalez poll comes out, Brian may write something. I'll write something to follow right. up as well. So we'll... We'll have, we'll have all the latest. Of course, I'll be on uh, WGMD mm-hmm. 92.7 FM on the Eastern Shore, WGMD.com my or the TuneIn Radio will, app. column will run in the Capitol this Friday. Thursday, 7.50 a.m. Brian will be in the Annapolis Capitol yep. this week. Yeah. Something yeah. good? You want to preview uh, no, it? No, it'll be another abortion piece talking about Mike Bush's abortion constitutional amendment. So That's good. Be... That's something we haven't talked about here. Uh, no, no, we haven't. I had a chance to write about it while I was on vacation. A uh, good piece at RedMaryland.com, uh, but you. even better, I'm sure, fleshed out, worth getting the Annapolis Capitol. Oh, of course. Just for that. Of course. Um, go buy the shirt, by the way. The Ben Jealous for Governor. What shirt are we are talking you about? effing kidding me shirt, which is available from the Red Maryland Zazzle Ben Jealous store. for Governor. Zazzle.com slash Red Maryland. By the way, go to the home base for all things Red Maryland. RedMaryland.com. RedMaryland.com. And it's all things election are there. You can click on the support us link. There's the Zazzle link for you. There's the PayPal link, paypal.me slash Red Maryland. So it's a couple bucks. So we The could, Amazon you know, link so you could buy stuff. Or a backdrop that's better or, mm-hmm. you know. So you f- better looking people to fill in okay. while we talk. Well, something, something's got we, some people. I got some likes out of that idea. <laughs> um, Doesn't the, make it hurt any less. <laughs> yeah, the true friend, as you've told me before, will tell you the boogers on your face. I know. Um, I know. Tough love. Right. Tough love. Amazon link. You can buy stuff from Amazon and a portion of that comes back to us. It's also where you click on that support us link where you can subscribe to Red Maryland Network Program and iTunes Stitcher Springs. The TuneIn Radio app and Google Play and have Red Maryland programming automatically download the device of your choice. Right. You can also like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We're watching us live right now. Red Maryland. Twitter at Red Maryland. You are the force multiplier. We love the share. Share our stuff on your social media sites with friends, family. Co-workers, co-religionists, people you like. Uh, what is that? Share people you go to your, church with. Share them with your lawyer. <laughs> sure. Sure. If you had that kind of relationship with someone. Yeah. Uh, just it, it doesn't cost anything. People are getting excited about it. They want to know what's going on. They're getting interested. You're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because you listen to and watch and read Red Maryland so, and Red Maryland. So everybody, everybody, share. everybody who's watching this video, click the share button and share it. There you go. Share it on your wall. That's all you got to do. 
They must look at, but they know what they're talking about. Give them a listen. Something like that. That's that's a tagline. We would accept that. We could use. And if you want to contact us at any time, redmaryland at gmail.com is how you would email us. That's good old-fashioned electronic mail, redmaryland at gmail.com. And the phone number is 410-205-4875. What's that number again? 410-205-4875, and we'll feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network Oh, we love those. Please do uh, share those. What else? Any final thoughts? Uh, great show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll get you the breakdown of this Gonzalez poll. Look out for that. Uh, have a, You're going away again this weekend, so we I hope are, you have yeah. a wonderful Last time. I, I hope those batteries get recharged for you. That's all I hope well, for. Well, you know, when you... When I'm working 11 hours tomorrow on my birthday, but you're going to go to the lake this weekend. When Good for you. When, when you're married to a teacher, you gotta you got to take what you can get. I, I don't even know what that means, but... Your time away... <laughs> Dumbass. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because you, ha- you haven't had all summer. No, I get it. That's true. It's, so it's happy stuff. birthday to Greg. Thank you very much. While you while you Thank slave you. away on your birthday. Yes. Working, well, it's not slaving, working, but it's working. Working for the man. A man. Yeah, somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> for everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. For Greg Klein, I'm Brian Griffiths. You have been listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. Oh, radio, tell me everything.